This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. I'm fucked up! If you're not drunk, ladies and gentlemen, uh, get ready to get fucked up! Let's do it! This is the part I know, I think. Yeah. Yeah. When I walk in the club. Yeah. LMFAO shots. <laughs> Time to get fucked up. We love Patron. We came to party rock. Everybody is on. Shots, 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 We thought this would be like a fitting song to play uh, to talk about my experience getting the COVID vaccine yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't about doing shots. But uh, this makes me just want to talk about my favorite shots at the bar. Oh, fuck doing shots. Oh. I can't do shooters, man. Don't. Because you're a pussy. I'm a pussy. <laughs> you know what? I, I, a vodka shot with a little tiny little splash of like lime cordial or something. That was what I kind of like was my favorite shot in university with just a hint Vodka of lime. lime just a hint of lime that was a sweet one now like i Ugh. feel like it's almost sacrilege to do a shot because i i want to enjoy the experience of that booze I, I don't need to get drunker faster that's what shooters are about it's a game of catch-up like yeah. oh shit you guys have been here for a while yes that's the only instance where a shot is okay yeah. i think you're two hours late to the party you show up you've had zero alcohol yes a shot and a chaser yes and then you're <laughs> like now you're getting a bit of that you're getting tweaked and tuned uh, to the uh, you know the environment i can't tell you how many people order shots though as like a bar owner like fuck it is such a popular thing i remember when we were opening our bar matt came home from like a bar supply place with a bunch of shooter glasses Mm -hmm. and i said do you really want to be that kind of place where people are doing shots you can't get away from i was trying to put them away i don't i didn't want them behind the bar i didn't want them anywhere and then i realized guess what Everybody does fucking shots. Everybody does shots. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, everybody does shooters. It's just what they do. I take shots by myself at home sometimes. <laughs> Before I go to bed, I'll like, you know, occasionally pour myself a couple shots just to like put And you'll slam them? Yeah. That's crazy. That's unfortunate. I mean, enjoy it. I that's, honestly that's why you like that feeling. I'm, though. I'm literally counting my drinks during the week just to like make sure I'm cutting down. Mm-hmm. And uh, I would hate to like waste it on just crushing it right away. I never need to crush I it. I know. I that's never like, need to crush it. That, especially when you're alone. <laughs> Bundes. Bundes is happy alone. I know. So that doesn't have anything Shots to do with it. Shots are great for celebrating something when you're with a bunch of friends and you're mm-hmm. like, the whole purpose of the night out is to get fucked up. So you go like, <laughs> let's get a round of shots and then yeah. you get fucked up. Or in my 
situation, I can't sleep. I don't know why I can't sleep. So, so I, I resort to using, you know, things like alcohol or mm. have a gravel. I mean, that's yeah. like to me, I feel like that's almost pushing it. Uh, I have like medical grade sleeping pills, like prescription oh, sleeping pills. Yeah, those are probably like and super I, addictive. Mix those right? with a couple of shots. I don't like taking them because they knock you out, and I'm fearful that I won't wake up because of the time that we have to get up in the morning. You know, oh, you want to know yeah. what happened the last time I was involved of a night of just multiple shots? Mm. That was the night I peed on my bed, at the foot of my bed, fuck with yeah. Deb I know. sleeping. I know. It was, it's you know, never good. I was at you a bar. pissed on your own bed. I literally got out of bed, stood at the foot of the bed, <laughs> pulled it out, and started peeing as though I was in front of a toilet. I was like sleep peeing, essentially. Mm, mm. But I was hammered, and I hate being that drunk. I never intend to get that drunk. I'd been out at a bar. Yeah. I called for my ride home. There was a service when I was living in London, Ontario called Keys Thanks. They pick you and your car up. They come with two drivers. Oh, sweet. But they're like, oh, tonight's super busy. It's Tucker. It's going to be another hour. And I'm oh, like, okay. Fuck. And then next thing I know, I'm at another bar. People You're doing are buying shots. Sh- I'm doing shots. <laughs> and, uh, oh, fuck. and then it was like blackout Tucker. You know, I was having moments where I was in and out of being blacked out on my way home. Oh, no. And then I peed on my bed and I'm just like I never want to be doing shots unless it's just the first drink in the night. Mm-hmm. Also, shots are a great way to break the ice with people that you meet in the bar. You know what happens too when you buy people shots is that they buy you a shot yeah. and now you've had two. Yeah, that's exactly. You buy a round of shots, yeah. people are like, well, we got to reciprocate. So that that yeah. could mean like four or five people buying other rounds of shots. I've sent shots to people. Yeah. I've sent shots to people and never told them it was me that sent it because I wanted the person to feel like, oh, what? Like, keep the mystery yeah. going. Yeah. You know what the worst is, though, when someone s- sends you like a punishment shot? Like, oh, this is uh, this is going to burn your face off. You're going to be uh, shitting blood for like a week after you do this shot because you have so much like hot sauce and Tabasco in there and whiskey and the prairie wild fire whatever the hell it's called like i just remember these shots people would buy for somebody on a special occasion but really they're just making them feel awful i remember uh one night we had just i was with the band and we had just finished recording our our first record so we went out to the bar and uh we were having a little party a little celebration and we got pretty drunk and we were getting pretty rowdy and it was getting close to the last call and the bartender came around and they asked us if we want anything else um and we told them you know we were all i'm slurring and i'm like what do you think is rock and roll? And he's like, well, what are you talking about? I'm like, well, I'm like, what do you think is rock and roll, man? Whatever you think is rock and roll, make that shit oh up and bring God. it. You guys are so douchey. I'm sorry. I hear that. I'm just like, oh my God. As a bartender, I'm and sure he's like going, okay, what's the most expensive thing I can bring over? Yeah, Patron, uh, yeah. like scotch, doing shots of like a hundred year old scotch. <laughs> what did he bring you? He, he, he mixed Jagermeister with mm. Jack Daniels, oh, God. Uh, vanilla liqueur, and Goldschlager all into one thing, Gold mixed Schlager. it up, and poured shots of it. It's surprisingly excellent. <laughs> yeah. And we named it Dirty Rock and Roll. So if you want to try it, there it is. Dirty Goldschlager, vanilla liqueur, uh, Jagermeister, and Jack Daniels. It sounds like a vomit experience uh, waiting to happen. Gets you good and fucked up. Yeah, yeah. Whoa. We have Jager at the bar. I'm like, why do we have a bottle of Jagermeister? For shots, 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 shots. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, why? We don't want to. Everybody! 
Oh my god. Even fireball. I'm like, why do we have the fireball? Who's doing yeah. fucking shots of fireball? Well, fireball is is like that's the new Jaeger. That's the new Goldschlager, isn't it? I mean, I actually I'm probably out of date now. Oh, Although we haven't really had. I'm that. sure the fireball is dated. Yeah. But Jaeger still stands like the test of time, and it's the only bottle of alcohol that you keep in the fridge. The other ones are oh, up yeah. on the rail behind or the bar. They go bad. No, people like it chilled. Oh yeah, so it's so they can like it's more palatable and it doesn't make them want to throw up it when it is, enters their it, mouth. It is better chilled. I can't explain it. But have you guys ever been Smirnoff iced? Oh, that's stupid. What, what too. is Smirnoff iced? <laughs> it's like you, you do this stupid little thing. If I'm right, correct me if I'm wrong. Okay. You isn't it like you almost like a dead arm thing where you uh, you hold your hand a certain way and if someone looks at it, they've been Smirnoff iced. It's more like if you got up to go to the bathroom and you come back and there's a Smirnoff sitting on your seat oh. or something, or you just see a Smirnoff. And you have to chug it? And everyone's like, you just got iced. <laughs> yeah. And then you have to chug a Smirnoff ice, which is very high in alcohol oh, and sugar. Yeah. yeah, it used to be 7%. Now I think they dumbed it down to 5%. Did I, they? Thank I was, God. Honestly, I was hooked on those things at one point in time because when, they, are, when they came out, honestly, yeah, it's exactly. <laughs> this is in my You were getting cranberry. iced by choice, man. Yeah, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you why, though. Um, I've always stayed away from beer because it's given me migraines in the past, and mm. I just stay away from it. I wish I could drink it, but it's just makes me want to vomit and um and so anyway uh when they came out with smirnoff ice and like mike's hard lemonade those were like the first things in cans that i could just throw in a cooler and crush while i was you know on a beach or on a boat or on a dock or whatever because you would have to otherwise be mixing Mixing drinks drinks. you gotta bring ice cubes a bottle pop it's like a whole fucking thing and so i uh i i I was like okay i I love this i can now just open up a can and drink it yeah but i if I had any more than two of those things, and that's before they came out with the tall boy versions, I'd feel sick. So I'd have two. If I was on vacation, I'd start the day with two of those, and then I'd have to move on to like vodka soda or something. Interesting. And I, I would have two every day on vacation. So if I had like a 10-day vacation where I was going to be away, I'd have 20 packed. Like it was down to a science. Have you tried the uh, the White Claws? Oh, yeah. You yeah. got to do White Claw. I don't do White Claw because it's not vodka. I do the vodka coolers. I'll do the neutrals and stuff. Those mm. are pretty good. Uh, I, I really like the Tromba uh, tequila and soda they had last summer, but they haven't had that since the fall. Like, I don't know if they're making it again. A lot of bars now, because of uh, alcohol to go in Ontario, they're they're making um, cocktails that you can take with you, too. So you could have that yeah. made fresh. And there are some of them are making them and putting them in cans like Negronis and stuff like that. You can buy them in a can now from your local bar. Yeah, I mean, a lot of those drinks have tons of sugar, and I'm not into that. Mm -hmm. Uh, It makes me feel sick pretty much almost right away. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, White Claw is like a malt-based beverage. It's like a mystery beverage. I want something that just shows ingredients as, like, soda water, a little bit of artificial flavoring, and uh, vodka. It's fucked up how popular White Claw is. Like, we had to get White Claw. But I bet you 80% of the people that drink White Claw think they're drinking a vodka soda. That's what they think they're drinking, yes. but they're not. Yeah. So that's like, I bet it would be news to anyone who's right into it. Mm-hmm. Look at the ingredients. It's not vodka. It's just mystery alcohol. <laughs> Which is always scary. Malt alcohol. I don't know. I don't really get it. It's Very almost like... scary. It was like when Smirnoff Ice started showing up in the beer store, but it wasn't Smirnoff Ice. It was like ice drink or something, the knockoff version. Uh-huh. It wasn't vodka because they weren't allowed to sell it in the beer store. There was like a malt-based version. Uh, anyway, I know too much about Smirnoff Ice. 
I don't even, I want to, I'm so glad that part of my life is over. But you know what I do now is I make my own drinks in a can. Tell me about that. I just, uh, I take a sip of club soda and I dump some vodka in the top and I got like a drink in a can ready to go. So there you go. That's not such a bitch to bring to no. a beach. Then I bring like, yeah, cans uh, in a cooler with a bunch of mini bottles or one like Mickey or something of vodka. Mm-hmm. You could even dump a little bit if you don't want to have like a straight shot yeah. of whatever. Club soda. Yeah, exactly. It's great. And then you can walk around with that. Nobody's, uh, it's a club soda, right? Yeah. But who just drinks club soda? Yeah, the T-bird, the T-bird. Man, I was going to talk about my vaccine, but we've had more fun talking about shots. Shots. Everybody is on Everybody. Well, you know, what do you want to know about my vaccine? I'll tell you. Like, I'll make it pretty quick. Okay. Were you scared? I've hit my forties, so I now qualify for the AstraZeneca vaccine. Was I scared? I mean, no. There's a there's a lot of information on the internet. Some of it more scientific than other stuff. But overall, my wife and I made the decision that we feel safer with that vaccine and. Despite that fact that there's like a one in something hundred thousand chance of developing blood clots, yeah. we figured we were safer with that than having to deal with being like on a ventilator in a hospital. That was our thought. I know mm-hmm. that everyone makes their own decisions. Yep. And uh, I've already been ripped on once. You know, like, you know, we got lots of texts after I uh, brought up the fact that I got va- vaccinated by it with the AstraZeneca. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, and, do you want to read one of them? It, it was I just would interesting. say to you, like. There was one that was harsh, um, but there was others that were just general concern for you. And um, I think that's the tone people should take. If you believe the science uh, that you're seeing or reading or believe what you're researching, why do you have to be a jerk about it? You know, like there was a lot of texts from people who were just like, oh, I hope he's going to be okay," and blah, blah, blah. So yeah, that's more uh, the tone, I think, that you should be sending those messages. What time did we talk about it this morning? And I'll find that one text. Oh, uh, 720 or so. Yeah. Tucker, the vaccination does not help you build antibody from all vaccines on the market. None of them do this. It might when when you are lucky, but the current numbers are as high slash low as with the vaccination it only prevents the outbreak of covid in your system you can still get it and spread it do your research first it's a shame that a person with your public reach does such a propaganda and since you are so smart (laughs) did you get tested if you might already have antibodies then you would already be safe yeah, that's in not this true. case, you did not. Yeah, but How it's not come? true. If you've had COVID, you can get it again. The antibodies you develop from uh, getting it once uh, does not prevent you from getting it again. That person's uh, right. I could still contract it. I can still pass it on to somebody else. But mm-hmm. the scientists that I trust say that this vaccine um, will give you almost like a uh, almost a hundred percent chance of not having to be in an ICU should you end up with uh, COVID. And mm-hmm. look, do whatever the fuck you want. I could give a shit. You know what I mean? Like mm. it's, I chose this for my wife and I, you don't want to get a vaccine. I, I don't care. You know what I mean? Like totally. it, it, just do what you want. Believe what you want. I'll believe what I want. I think that there's lots of trusted scientists that will tell you 
that the vaccine, you're much better off with a vaccine than not. Mm-hmm. But that's just the reading I've done and the people that I trust. You will find an answer to any thought you have online that validates what you think as well. That's true. And so you just got to make that decision for yourself. Um, you know, the only time I would care is if like we reached a point where everyone who wanted a vaccine had one and that those who didn't prevented us from opening up. You know I don't I mean? think that's going to be but the case. But I don't case. think that's going to be the case as well. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. I do feel bad, like, because in my research, I, I think that with, that, you know, if there's a big chunk of people who don't get the vaccine, it's going to keep the hospitals working in overtime. And I feel bad for the people who are on the front lines there. Mm-hmm. Um, but those people have hopefully received the vaccine. No, but the, the, the work, the type of work they're sure, doing that's and heavy. the stresses that they're under. Mm-hmm. And anyway, look, uh, I appreciate all the feedback. And it's the reason why I didn't post it on social media. I was like, I don't feel like having this... I brought it up on the air because mm-hmm. um, I want people who are interested in getting it to hear about my experience with it. Yeah. And uh, so far, my experience has been I had some like, I was feverish. I've, I've recently taken an Advil. I'm feeling fine now. But mm-hmm. this morning before I took the Advil, I was feeling feverish, achy, like I was sort of the onset of getting sick. Mm-hmm. But from what I understand, that's quite normal. It's your body building up the defenses. And look, if you believe the science I'm reading, that's what it's telling you. But you believe what you want. Don't my get it. Neighbor, you know, you guys, don't mean more for people who want it, you know? Right. Uh, my neighbor, who's an infectious disease doctor, he's working on COVID in Toronto. No, he's yeah. in he's in the ICUs. What's he saying? Uh, Does he well, say get it or is he like he go, got it go when it. he got it uh, back in the fall and got it pretty bad. He oh, was, COVID. Yeah, he yeah. did. Yeah, but no surprise that he got it because he's around it all the time. And then he got vaccinated. He's got the double shot of Pfizer. Um, and he got that in January and he kind of got knocked on his ass again. So, but I would tell you, this guy is an expert in infectious disease. That's what he studies, and he's studying the COVID phenomenon and he came down with COVID and got the vaccination. So that is a hundred, even if you have had COVID, they are recommending that you get the vaccine anyways. Well, he is right. I'm sure you can find someone on YouTube who's telling you otherwise. Mm -hmm. Oh man, there's so much mistrust. Well, I'm not surprised like Ford, like uh, mistrust in the government. I, I'm mistrusting the government. Yeah, But the government is not mixing their words about uh, whether you should get the vaccine or not. They're making poor decisions on what to stay, leave open and closed. And they've made a lot of mistakes, I think, in regards to like leaving factories open. And yeah, uh, it's about money. It's not about safety for people. There's that. But I don't think anyone in government's you know, changing their tune on whether or not you should get vaccinated. In fact, if anything, I would say they've been 100% on trying to get everyone vaccinated. And that's been the message from the beginning. So, uh, oh, here we've done it. We've done it again. What? Uh, we weren't going to get into this and now we're getting into this. But uh, <laughs> uh, look, again, I'm the not, sad I'm thing not, is... I don't want to be here trying to convince an anti-vaxxer to get the vaccine. No. If you don't want to get it, don't get it. I yes. appreciate it. Just leave me alone and let me make my choice based on my science. What sucks, guys, what really sucks is that we used to be at the beginning of the pandemic looking at the states going, oh, God, what are they doing now? They are encouraging people not to come to Canada from the states because our situation, especially in Ontario, is so bad. So now we're the we're the pariahs of North America right now. Yeah. I, we did get an interesting text from somebody who asked what how Bundes is feeling about this because he yeah. knows Bundes is somebody who dives into uh, you know some of the more uh, less mainstream and, media outlets. And he said, uh, "My thoughts are very much in line with how Bundes feels." So he was curious if Bundes 
was going to get vaccinated? And if if so, which vaccine did he want the most? <laughs> well, by the way, that's assuming you ever have a choice, right? right? Yeah. yeah. Um, I, at the beginning of all this, I was definitely more dialed into a lot of different theories about COVID and vaccines and all this kind of stuff. And it just started to consume me. So I kind of laid off um, because yeah. it's so... It's so toxic and vile the way people talk to each other online. Yeah. And, and like, I, I'm just inter- interested in information. I'm always interested in learning different things. And I, I try not to like yell or demean anybody if they have a different opinion than mine. Um, so when it comes to vaccines at this point, I am not 100% opposed to getting it, although I do have my hesitations in, in jumping in right away. So I'm not... Bundes wanted me to get it first, and he wanted to watch me over the course of the next yeah. couple of months yeah. and see what happens. Yeah, exactly. I mean, so far, I, uh, I've, uh, you know, um, got the government is now in full control of my body. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> great cell phone reception. <laughs> great cell phone reception. Yeah. I have no longer been able to make any independent choices myself. Mm-hmm. They've got me. They got me. They got, I'm chip. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. My biggest my my biggest concern is just putting things into my body um, that are that are foreign, like and what that could potentially do to it. Now, I mean, Jehovah's Witnesses feel the same way about things like blood transfusions. I mean, there's you're not alone. There's lots of people out there that don't want to introduce like foreign substances into their body, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You it's, know, it, for me, it has a lot to do with. Um, your auric field and the energetic vibrational frequencies that you that you put off. So when you put something foreign in your body or something that is from another person, you're you're taking on a different energetic form and you're introducing it into your auric field, which can in some cases fuck you up to put it plainly. Um, yeah. <laughs> That's what fucks you up. Yeah. Shots. They say the same thing about Jagermeister. You put it in a foreign <laughs> substance in your body and it's going to mess with your oracle field. What would you call it? Your your auric field. Your, yeah, your, your yeah. Taurus field. Okay. Um, well, yeah. you know, funny enough, the reason they call alcohol spirits is because it was believed that when you put that shit into your body, you become possessed by spirits, and that's why you act the way that you do. Oh, interesting. So, so if we've learned anything, they were wrong back then, <laughs> might be wrong again right. today. Hey, we'll find out. We'll find out. I'm the guinea pig. Yeah. You can watch me. Uh, no, I, you know, I'm not, I'm not even going to get into anything other than the fact that I'm personally happy that I've got one. And I'll be a lot more excited in two weeks once it's fully like, you know, the one dose at least has uh, brought itself to a point where it's at full eff- effectiveness, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, otherwise, let us do what you want, man! Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for checking out uh, this portion of the podcast. Hang on for the Take Two. A daily Take Two is coming up next. Let's go round two. It's Tucker and Mora. I wonder, uh, I know Bundes um, has some interesting beliefs when it comes to the lunar landing. And uh, he believes man did make it to the moon, but the video was fabricated to make it look like they were there. I'm wondering what your take on Bigfoot is. Are you? Have we addressed this? Uh, I can't remember if it's come up. Like, are you a believer in the Sasquatch? I am not, no. Okay. No, that's not really one that um, I ever dove too deep into. Like, I mean, I, a little bit, that one, the Loch Ness Monster. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Not a believer in the Loch Ness Monster? 
No, I haven't been convinced on either. either Did you one of those. ever watch the TV show Harry and the Hendersons? <laughs> I, don't, that? I don't think that so. That was the no. TV show based on the Sasquatch. That I don't know. Some Harry was taken in by a family, the Hendersons, and yeah. you know he was like a Sasquatch living with a regular. Did family. they make him shave and like make him look human? <laughs> no, they like, were like, "This is how we do things, Harry." Harry was always like making a mess. It was yeah. like, "Come on, Harry!" God. <laughs> Sounds like a great show. Great show. There's a new documentary series coming out today, and uh, it's called Sasquatch. Okay. And it looks into whether or not Bigfoot killed three marijuana farmers in California. Like, they're treating it like it's a legit possibility. What? And uh, I don't, look, I don't believe it for a second. Is this documentary on Netflix or Hulu? Hulu, Hulu, which is the same network that brings you um, Handmaid's Tale mm-hmm. in the U.S. and then in Canada. I don't know if this is going to be available here for sure right away or what platform will have it here. And See. I was just curious where like everybody stood on that. I'll give it a watch, and yeah. um, maybe there'll be something in there to convince me. But it's not been a topic that I've dove a ton in on. Mm-hmm. I've dove into other things, more like space and the mood landing. I'm more interested in that stuff. But I will give this a try, and I'll give you my opinion. Do afterwards. you believe what's just happened on Mars? Because it's the first time they've ever had something fly on Mars. They've got like a rover there. A helicopter a hel- took off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's in the air for thirty seconds, like and went it, up what ten feet high or something. And it's apparently like. A a huge um well, it's the first time that we've ever flown a craft on another planet bondus do you believe it and when i say we i mean humanity <laughs> yeah 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 i mean i think it's cool if it's true i'm not sure <laughs> if it's I buy true it. oh, oh yeah you think that one might be phony eh i don't know man like every time <laughs> i see something that comes from nasa from the space department it looks so fake I spe- like i remember when you guys remember that tesla roadster that went up in the air yeah, up in the space. Yeah, yeah. You ever watch the video of that? It it looks it looks unbelievably phony. Yeah, like it's hard for me to look at that and go like, I, I buy that. I've seen movies that look more real than that. Well, that. that's the problem is that <laughs> movies. That's now the bar for you. Right, is what you see in movies is what you expect to see up there, and it's obviously two different realities. So. Do you believe that that convertible Tesla that Elon Musk threw up in space is real? No. Oh man, you don't believe Just it's you apparently don't. like in in, in, it's in orbit imp- around the sun. It's supposed to do like it, it's it's insane to me that that car <laughs> that's a Tesla Roadster could survive the 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 solar radiation and the the extreme heats and extreme cold. Well, I don't think and it is going to survive. No, you see no. <laughs> freezing on the windshield up it, it's just it's just a car that looks like a black background and you see this fisheye lens that gives you this fake cgi earth around it, it i can't buy it i'm sorry i can't buy it wow. okay so you believe though that rockets go to space and astronauts go to space well, who's our famous uh, astronaut there chris uh, hadfield chris hadfield you've yeah. met him we've yeah. met him several yeah. times yeah. yeah i asked okay. him if the earth was flat from space oh my god he must have <laughs> just like wanted to deck you eh? <laughs> <laughs> you asked him if the earth was flat i said how did the flat earth look from up there? Oh, <laughs> my God. Did somebody put you up to ask that, though? Yes, yes. Yeah, you're... Oh, God. He, did he want to deck you when you said that? He didn't even respond. He, oh. he looked at the other the other person in the room. He's like, I don't have time to answer questions like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ouch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Funny. But Sa- Sasquatch Bigfoot, fake... Yeah, I, I, I don't buy into that. <laughs> not, no. I but can't the believe there's a whole documentary about that. Yeah, wow. Well, there you go. 
It's called uh, Harry and the Hendersons. It's called Harry and the Hendersons. <laughs> Check it out. This is by far one of the most interesting attempts to get drugs past airport security I've ever heard of. This guy... More ha- interesting than putting it in the butt? This guy had some balls. Are you ready for this? Yeah. Okay. This happened in Houston. <laughs> Guy walks up. You know where you put your luggage on the x-ray machine, the security checkpoint thing? Yeah. Okay. He's uh, got all his luggage, puts it on the thing, but in his hands, he's eating a breakfast burrito. Oh, okay. And the, inspe- <laughs> the inspector thought he saw something inside the burrito. Uh-huh. So he's like, can you unwrap this burrito for me? The traveler's like, it's just a breakfast burrito. And he actually went on to have to explain what the ingredients were opens up the burrito. They see this black lump inside. They put it on the x-ray machine. Guess what it is? It's drugs. It's crystal meth. Oh, boy. <laughs> so he got arrested. Wait, do we know but where- is that not ballsy? Like, huh, you know where I'm going to stash this? In a burrito, in a burrito and walk in. And I'm going to hold it you know in my what? hand and take bites out of it. And I think I would have it in my bag. Yes. Like, oh. And they're like, what's that? Oh, it's just a breakfast burrito for the plane. <laughs> Anyway, that's funny. Uh, Mark just sent us a text. Mm -hmm. When he was using, he used to hide oxys in chapsticks. I knew a guy um, who used to travel to the U.S. to go skiing and stuff, Mm -hmm. and he would put weed uh, in a cassette tape. He would literally unscrew it, and you know you have like the two spools of tape, one on each side? Yes. And he'd like hide it in the parts you couldn't see. Why are you saying this out loud, man? <laughs> yeah, it's a great uh, hiding spot. Don't tell people that. <laughs> you're letting the popo know. Hey, look, if you're driving around with a cassette tape now, you are a stoner. <laughs> and you should be searched. <laughs> uh, okay, so Mark went on to explain that he actually went through airport security with the chapstick. Yeah. And he was on his way to Aruba and brought 30 oxys inside the chapstick through security. Yeah. Do you think he made it through? Well, yeah, if he's telling us the story. He says, thank God I was high, because that was the stupidest move I've ever done. Yeah, yeah, holy cow. They did not notice. Let's say you had a prescription for it, but that prescription was for like, I don't know, a year or two years ago on the bottle. Yeah, because you've had prescriptions for oxy, but you also abused it. Yeah, so So I, I... Every time I got on a plane, I had a bottle that was relatively close to the time I was flying. So you don't want to like take a bottle that was from two years ago and fill mm. it up with like a Percocets and think that 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 might not come like that might be a problem for you as well. Because you were prescribed it, but not at the quantities you were taking it. Yes, yes. And would they look closely at that pill container? Nobody ever looked closely at mine. Yeah. Interesting. So that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, I, but it's not. I, I literally, if you, you've seen my uh, travel bag, it's a clear container, mm-hmm. and it's just filled with bottles of different pills. I I travel with antibiotics. I travel <laughs> with like every poo remedy available. <laughs> yeah, but didn't and none your, of them are illegal. Your emodium no, but I know, got but confiscated, no. did it not? Yeah, at a nightclub in <laughs> Vegas, okay? It turns out that's the place you can't go in with a little, you know, Ziploc with an, an emodium and a gravel in there. I literally had emodium and gravel. I was at a nightclub and they searched me and they're like, what's this? They're like, they figured it was party drugs. I'm like, it's literally gravel and emodium and they took it away from me anyway. They didn't believe me because they don't really have gravel all in the in the u.s so they wouldn't know what it looks like okay. gabe gabe says my first time in a new york city club 
Yeah. I forgot I had gravel and lactate pills. Yeah. You know, if you're going to have a glass of milk at the nightclub, you want to be prepared. <laughs> if you're going to order white Russians. That's right. White uh, Russians all around. Oh, good thing I brought the lactate. So he's got those pills. He got a gravel and a lactate pills in his wallet. And he yeah. was trying to explain to a huge bouncer what it was. And then he got, they were confiscated. Yeah. <laughs> Same thing happened to me. That was exactly what happened. It's Tucker and Maura, and I gotta say, I'm I'm feeling for the donkeys in the world. Why? This stupid video has gone viral, and I've never really put much thought into this. Uh-huh. But it's this woman, she buys like this rubber chicken that makes like weird noises, and she does it because her donkey loves it. Okay. And I was listening to the donkey, and I'm like, is there an animal on the planet that was gifted with a worse sound to make than a donkey? <laughs> like, listen to this. In case you're not familiar with the donkey sound, the first sound you'll hear will be the rubber chicken kind of squeaking. <laughs> I mean, is there a worse animal sound on the planet than the donkey. Oh, that's there a tough be. one. I, I, I would argue that when Star Wars made Empire Strikes Back, mm-hmm. they stole the donkey sound for those tauntauns. Mm-hmm. Those are like the, you know, the little like horse-like weird things they were running around on the uh, ice planet. Didn't uh, Luke Skywalker like stay warm inside yeah, one of them? Yeah, Han Solo uh, <laughs> cut it open with, with Luke's lightsaber and then uh, stuck him in there. Oh, Name an animal that has a worse sounding voice uh, than a donkey, and I bet you you can't find one. I yeah, mean, I mean, I'm trying to think. I'm tigers, to... kick-ass sound. Pig? What Bears, about pig? Pig? I would take a pig's noise because it's kind of cute, you know? It's almost like a mix between a snore and uh Yeah, pig, pig is endearing. Pig is endearing. Um... Like if you had a pet donkey... <laughs> I mean, that just gives me shivers. (laughs) And that's the donkey happy. Yeah. I don't want to know what he sounds like when he's pissed. Probably the same. (laughs) I think... I feel like the donkey has one voice, and it's just that. That's Uh, the donkey voice. uh, Brad brings up a good point. Okay. What about seals? Nah, seals... They got that bark. You know what Brad wants us to do. Yeah, yeah, I know what Brad wants (laughs) you to do. I don't don't want... I know you did it! <laughs> oh, God. This is Seals okay. singing Seal. Please enjoy. <laughs> Not a nice sound. Oh my Se- god. Seals it's it's a rough one, but seals are funny. Like there's no that it's cute. I have friends who sound like seals when they're wasted. Again, nice try with the seals. Not even close to <laughs> as bad as a donkey. You want to weigh in, you want to tell me there's an animal that sounds worse than a donkey? I'd love to hear what it is, because I don't think it exists. Tucker and Mora, just trying to find an animal on the planet that has a worse voice than a donkey. <laughs> 
I mean... That's pretty bad. That's pretty bad. I don't think there is one out there. The uh, reason why I bring it up is because there's this viral video of this woman honking a rubber chicken and everyone's getting a kick out of the donkey's reaction to the rubber chicken. Donkey loves it. That's a sound of joy, by the way. <laughs> If somebody makes that noise around me, I'm like, oh my God, sorry, what did I do? Yeah, you know, yeah. Makes me afraid. <laughs> yeah, you just stepped on somebody's toe or <laughs> yeah. something. We got some texts about some animals that make a worse sound than a donkey. Are Come you ready? On. Yeah, oh Someone, yeah. People want to try this again? <laughs> people. <laughs> okay, so Andrew sent us a text. He says, guys, check out the opossum. So he says they scream. <laughs> You know, that kind of makes me laugh because it sounds like a cartoon baby crying, maybe. Sounds like Daffy Duck. Like almost like Affleck, you know? (laughs) That's pretty intense. It's intense. Uh Again, I would not compare it to a donkey, okay? Anybody else? Lucas says, this animal being sheared is like screaming bloody murder. Okay. It is... The llama. Okay. Llama. A.K.A. Llama. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty rough. That's I mean, pretty that's, bad. It's pretty bad, but it also sounds like a clown honking a horn. <laughs> you know? Yeah, they actually... The llama makes, out, uh, makes up for it at the end there with the little squeaky sound. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, 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 not a great sound. I'll give you that. Okay, Todd's- Worse than a donkey? I don't think so. Do you guys? I mean, have you heard a sound that's worse? That one's, that's pretty close, that llama one. But uh, no, no, donkey's still worse. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You just got to go back to the donkey and you're like, yeah, there's no way. Todd from Peterborough weighing uh-huh. in right now. He says, guys, check out the sound of a red fox. Well, give me a break. Red fox. Red fox. It's like an annoying neighbor's dog. Yeah. Yeah. Ran into a red fox the other day. Did you? Yeah. Yeah, on a little walk. Me and him had a little stare. Yeah, did you turn him into off. a little hat or anything? Or <laughs> did you? Uh, did you? <laughs> little hat. That's awful. I know. I'm just kidding. They're so cute. Did you flick your toothpick at him? <laughs> no. No? Okay. Did you puff out your chest and try and look big? I like, did. Yeah. <laughs> Make some bundus noises to try and scare it away? I totally did. <laughs> uh, D- Dave is yeah. making a suggestion. Okay. I've never heard the sound of a Tasmanian devil, but he says it is worse than a donkey. Look it up. Yeah. What you, by the way, whenever you add look it up to it, it adds some validity to whatever you've said. Because <laughs> that just shows you're not afraid of somebody looking it up. Well, guess what? Got it here. Okay. <laughs> oh. Sounds like the bowels of hell have opened up and yeah. they're trying to suck you in. Look, if I'm an animal, I'm kind of happy I have that noise because who's going to come near me when I make this noise? That's like, not only am I going to eat your face, I'm going to move into your body and control it for a while from the inside, you know? <laughs> it's like you're, you're both the, a real... I mean, that's how they got their name, right? Devil. Yeah. The noise, it must have come from that. Okay, that, guys, that's so pretty, does that win? No. It was people, worth a shot. People I mean, really tried. They really did. And I, I, I did get to know what different animals sounded like. You know, never really heard of Tasmanian devil or, or an opossum, but yeah. there we are. Thank you for the text messages. The T-Rex 
just got even scarier, guys. I'm wondering, like, how long you'll let me go without having to play the Jurassic well, Park music. I was waiting I, for it to kick in I right know, there. I know. You Where were, is that's it? That's why I was holding back. I was like, oh, I wonder if she could even do this without the Jurassic Park music. And maybe if she knew that we'd no longer play it, we'd stop hearing these ridiculous stories about dinosaurs that have been dead for, like, millions of years. <laughs> yeah, but this is crazy. Is this crazy? Are you ready for Is this going to warrant the Jurassic Park music? Press play, buddy. Please. Thank you. So... Researchers have been studying a T-Rex mass gravesite. They have realized that all these T-Rexes died at the at the same time. And this is the third mass grave of T-Rexes that they've found. So, what they now believe is that T-Rexes were social. The king of the dinosaurs didn't walk around solo and terrorize their prey. Oh hell no! This beast hunted in packs like wolves, okay? You think you're looking at one T-Rex? Well, look out of the corner of your eye, man. There's another one there and and one behind you. Like wolves, right? Don't wolves travel in packs? Exactly like a wolf. Bundes, you happy to hear that bit of information? Is that uh, as a person who likes to collect knowledge? I was kind of hoping that you were going to tell me that they actually had long arms, not short arms. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, guys, they were retractable, I mean, right? Yeah, or something like, 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 like that. They got those little weenie arms. And then just before you know it, it's like, do, 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 like Inspector Gadget. It just reaches out and strangles you from a distance. We have the bones, that would be, guys. That would be like, yeah! Becca's on the phone. She said the Jurassic Park theme song played a role for her wedding planning. What happened, Becca? My husband and I were supposed to get married in May of 2020, but, you know, COVID. Yeah. Um, And (laughs) so we had um, our theme was kind of our favorite movies. I decided that I really wanted the Jurassic Park theme to be the music that played when I walked down the aisle with my dad. Come on. Because it's so nice and just like it gives me goosebumps. Like I would listen to it and kind of get teary eyed. Like it's so pretty. <laughs> I love this. Oh my goodness. Like, if, if I was your, your soon to be husband, I would be uh, getting the implication that perhaps I was marrying a T Rex. <laughs> <laughs> well, my dad would joke around being like, I'm going to walk down the aisle with like my arms up like a T Rex. So I was like, don't you? Yeah, 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 yeah. Just like almost like a dog begging, you know, like just up high. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god so you i guess you are you still planning this wedding oh yeah well we we had our um ceremony in december we managed we squeaked it in literally hours before the second lockdown but we had to put the reception off until hopefully this coming november but who knows? so you did the walk down the aisle we, we did the walk down the aisle oh my god what was the reaction um, well, I mean, everybody was masked, so you couldn't really tell, but <laughs> we were, we, we decided to live stream it. So I was getting, you know, like a lot of messages of, you know, people kind of being like, I know that music, like any, all of the music we play. Was- <laughs> <laughs> so anytime that Mora wants to do a dinosaur story, you play that music. It's nice. Thank you, yeah. sister. <laughs> Thanks, Becca. All right. See ya. Tucker Amora, all of a sudden I think we've opened a can of worms. People wanting <laughs> to suggest theme songs from movies that yes. might work at a wedding ceremony when the bride's coming down the aisle. You know what theme song I'm thinking of now? Well, the one, my favorite one, I bet. The Arrival. 
Yeah. From, it's from Arrival. Literally number one on my tea soundtrack playlist. <laughs> it's called On the Nature of Daylight from the movie Arrival. Haunting yet beautiful. Oh my God. This song is so beautiful. It's a bit sad, though. Yeah. Maybe, well, do you maybe... think it's sad if you've only seen the movie Arrival? You think, like, yes. if you haven't no. seen the movie, like, do you think if you didn't see the movie, this song could be yes. considered, like, pretty and beautiful? No, I mean, I think it has a sad undertone to it. Like, it more might be more appropriate for a funeral, unfortunately. What about this one? <laughs> of the Lost Ark, the theme. This is a better theme song for a boy's night out. And you could be the groom at the end, waiting for the bride to roll down the aisle <laughs> towards you. You know what I mean? Like dress it, they could wear like a big ball and pretend they're coming to crush you. Then you have one chance to get away. That's funny. <laughs> Which happens to be the rings. I mean... Could do a lot Another with that. great theme yeah, song. Yes. Exactly. Exxon sent us a text. You mm. want to hear his suggestion? Sure. He says the Lord of the Rings theme song would be perfect. If she just is opening oh the door God. now in this moment. I'm getting goosebumps. This is great. Very haunting. It'd be great if your officium was like. Hello, my pretty. The ring, one ring to rule them all. <laughs> yeah, Lord of the Rings, Kinda right? Works. And it ties in. It ties in beautifully. Music's a little. I What's don't know. wrong with this? I like it. Very haunting, very haunting. Yeah, it never really gets happy, does it? Flute, the flute section, you can cut that yeah, out. You never yeah. need a flute. Come uh, on. Mike uh, is on the phone. Mike? You weighing yeah, in on this old movie uh, soundtrack thing that would work well at a wedding? Well, I like to think it worked kind of perfectly for us, and it was my wife's suggestion. I'm a huge Top Gun fan. I've seen the movie probably a hundred times, probably more. And it's just it. Um, my uh, my old sax teacher, uh, he used to play at a uh, a big jazz bar in Toronto, and so we got the band to come play our wedding, and so it was done in a nice, tasteful way. People yeah. were sitting in, and we were we were around the corner, and then as the uh, bridesmaid and the groomsmen they started walking down the aisle, it just faintly played, and there was some you could hear a little bit of chatter. What's that? And then it's that one, yeah. <laughs> but on a saxophone. On a saxophone. <laughs> 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 can understand like maybe I don't know the goose is dead music. After he dies and Maverick's trying to, like, pull himself together. You are talking to two of the biggest Top Gun fans right now. Yeah, but also think about at the end, he throws he throws the tags into the water and it builds and the resolution was there and you know it was the right thing yeah, to do. Yeah, that, but that shouldn't be the moment that signifies your marriage. You just like... Neither it's a goose <laughs> death! This music here, like, just imagine it has nothing to do with... Goose dying after they had to eject from that flat spin. And it's just somebody walking down the aisle. You might be like, oh, this is kind of pretty. And like, it's I can imagine haunting. this. Oh, and you get the electric guitar now. All right. Oh, okay. Thank you, Mike. <laughs> no problem. It's Tucker and Mora in the morning. Energy 95.3.